accessing node A two E E E three four Q. Connected. Downloading. Transfer complete. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure transfer of video game and developer news. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. I hear you rabid news junkies screaming, where was my Monday episode? I am sorry. It was a weird confluence of things, including a public holiday for people in Victoria, which meant my entire week of planning was kind of thrown off a little bit. Another thing that I need to take into account these days is a new side business that I've launched for myself where I am editing podcasts for other people. I'm currently calling this blissery.fm and already have a number of shows and clients in tow asking for their editing for podcasts to be done. This means some of my time is disappearing as well, but this podcast won't be. I'll ensure it will continue regardless, but if you are running your own podcast and are interested in outsourcing some of the editing services, I am certified and you can get in touch at info at blissery.fm. That email address will of course be in the show notes, but you're not here for my advertising. You're here for the news. So let's get stuck into it. This is your transfer from the 3rd of November, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. It appears the Callisto protocol soon to be released, has been cancelled in Japan because it could not get a rating and the studio doesn't want to censor their content. It seems that on a classification pass in Japan through the CERO classification board, it could not get a rating, presumably because of the excessive violence and gore that is present in the game. It has been noted that other games have altered their content and removed some, sometimes quite heavily, in order to be able to release their game in Japan and get a classification. Although the studio striking distance doesn't seem to want to censor their game at all. So instead they're just completely removing it from Japan entirely. They will be refunding pre-orders for the game and more than likely upon release, importing copies from Western countries into Japan. But as someone from a country with a very strict classification board quite similar to this, it really doesn't surprise me that studios aren't willing to go the distance just to make their game available in a country that doesn't really seem to want it. At a tech conference on Wednesday, it seems that Xbox's head, Bill Spencer, has revealed that Microsoft Game Pass is finally profitable, that it's making about 15% of overall Xbox's revenue, which is interesting because they've also said that they've held the price on their consoles in response to PlayStation 5's increase, but that they may have to increase pricing on subscriptions or on consoles at some point in future to make up the gap. It's not immediately clear from reporting where they expect prices to increase. It could be on the hardware, it could be on subscriptions or software, remains to be seen. But the fact that Game Pass has now become profitable could mean that that's where they expect the money to start coming from. This isn't directly gaming related, but the internet is in uproar after Henry Cavill has officially announced that he will not be reprising his role as Geralt of Rivia in the Netflix Witcher series after season three. He has also announced that Liam Hemsworth will be taking his place as the head Witcher of the series. Not many people sound happy about this, especially as news came out recently that Henry Cavill was one of the few that appreciated the source material, including the games and Andrew Sapovsky's novels, but the writers and many of the producers that were creating the series 
really didn't care for it all that much. With Henry Cavill putting on Superman's cape yet again for the DC Universe, it seems he won't have time to play Geralt, which may have been a contributing factor to this, and who knows, we might be surprised by Liam's performance as our beloved Geralt. This doesn't warrant too much airtime, but as God of War Ragnarok release approaches, retail stores are starting to sell copies early, and people with access to the game are starting to share those spoilers online, to the point where Cory Barlog and Santa Monica Studios had to come out on Twitter and give an official warning from the studio saying to mute certain keywords and avoid spoilers if you do not wish to be spoiled on the game. We'd expect retailers breaking street date for releases of games to be fairly common, except in this case where it is a very high profile game and the people engaged in the conversation around it have been incredibly toxic to the studio because of the recent delays to the release of the game as well. All of this combined together must be making the people at Santa Monica Studio facepalm just in general because of the internet. Although they are aware that there are people who are logical, reasonable, and won't engage with this kind of stuff because they appreciate the source material. I am one of those people, and again, my previous sentiments still remain, don't treat developers like the devil just because you don't get what you want. You might remember that the Embracer Group purchased Square Enix Montreal, a mobile studio that has recently been renamed to Anoma Studio. It has now shut it down as well, only two months after they made the purchase. And this is all supposedly because they are making a shift away from mobile gaming and into PC gaming instead. While I'm sure it also allows them to save money, and while they have outwardly said that they appreciate all the work that has been done as part of the studio, it is being closed in favor of other interests. It seems a number of the employees will be moving into other studios, but there will be, I'm sure, a large contingent that lose their jobs because of this change. So if you're a game developer or studio head listening to this, keep an eye out for some very skilled people who are responsible for games such as Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go, and Deus Ex Go. And my thoughts are with anyone who's involved in this troubling transition. And now some quick news headlines to keep you informed. It seems that Square Enix is setting new records for full year net sales, as reported by Eurogamer, and is also looking to extend its reach into the global market. But it also says that blockchain will play a key part in this future growth. Don't worry, my eyebrow was raised as well. Gotham Knights, recently released, has left it open to hacks after a developer accidentally disabled their anti-cheat software upon a recent update. The software is now back up, but an unfortunate move for a game that isn't doing too well. Take This has conducted a study on identity fusion and extremism in gaming cultures and concluded that people who self-identify as gamer tend to have more extreme thoughts about racism and sexism. The link to the study and article is in the show notes. Seems that watch times have increased for YouTube in game streaming as it increases gaming hours by up to 42% over Facebook gaming, which has declined 18% and Twitch flails a little bit as it changed its creator reimbursement policies. It appears Phil Spencer has also made it known that he'd like the Call of Duty series to make its way to Nintendo Switch and to treat the franchise kind of like Minecraft. Let your mind wander as you try to think how a shooty gun game could be as engaging as a sandbox. Virtuos, a studio based in Singapore, appears to have prominently made reference to the Metal Gear Solid franchise through one of their recruitment videos and had tongues a-wagging about the potential for that MGS remake to be around the corner. The speculation is for Metal Gear Solid 3, but there's nothing confirmed. <laughs> 
You might remember a few years back in the time of MOBAs such as Battleborn, Paragon once existed and I think within a year or two was gone. It seems it's now being revived by a studio in Korea calling it Paragon the Overprime. And ending with a couple of hilarious stories, a NASCAR driver has used a very video game move to wall ride his way through to the NASCAR final and the fastest lap record. The car hit the wall and the driver hit the accelerator to loop around the track using the wall as a guardrail and passing plenty of cars in his wake. The video and an article and bunch of tweets linked in the show notes. And finally, there have been a number of hilarious advertising videos for God of War Ragnarok, but the one from Japan is of particular note. I won't spoil it for you, but get ready for something a little bit interesting. Again, that link is also available in the show notes. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If you'd like more on the stories, head to deaddroppod.com. If you'd like to contribute to the show, send me an email, deaddroppod at gmail.com. If you've got some feedback, leave us a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you have a chance to review this podcast. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about The Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.